year was 1912, and Abraham Cornbread Lincoln was born in a small shack. The beginning of time. Oh, are we doing History of the World Part 2? Oh, I have no idea. I'm just making up voices and random old-timey sounding sentences. Yeah, it checked out. I liked it. Let me rock with you, animal. I'm kind of good with that type of stuff. If I'm bad, you can blow me up. Send me out to oblivion. Famous monsters. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Monster to Monster, where we take a deeper look into pop culture monsters. My name's Katie. And I am Zach. And today we are talking about the myth, the legend, the possible cryptid. Thunderbirds. The magical flying creature of the North American continent. Content? Continent. Continent. You had it right. Continent. Continent. So you do know something about these. Yes. I know a little bit. Okay. There was one in uh, the Fantastic Beast movie. The first one. Yeah. I think one of the North American uh, school houses is named Thunderbirds. Oh, is it? I think so. Well, that sounds like book content. I don't know that. I don't know either. Uh, my mom had a Thunderbird car. Yeah. When I was little. There you go. It was red. It's nothing better than a red Thunderbird. Right? Yeah. It's pretty slick. Um, and then something, they like follow the storm, or they're part of a storm, or they bring storms. Okay, so that's that's close. Um, so let's backtrack a little bit for anyone who doesn't know what Thunderbirds are. Take us back to the beginning, Katie. For anyone who is not familiar with Thunderbirds, it is a legend from the North American indigenous people and it's all over the continent so they're mostly prevalent in the Pacific Northwest and the Great Lakes area but they also spread through the East Coast, the American Southwest the Great Plains, they're essentially all over the US and Canada and what does this creature look like? so that's actually the interesting thing is even though it's so widespread they all have very similar drawings and depictions of them and stories about them Mm -hmm. so when you see a picture of them they're all this kind of same large x shape with a head that faces like a diamond towards whatever else is in the drawing with them the drawings of thunderbirds yeah so the earliest picture that we see of them was on a religious disc dating back to somewhere between 1250 and 1400 a.d and since then they've all looked very similar there's not a whole lot of deviation from that same basic picture. I'll try, I'll see if we can find a picture of it and, and throw it up on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, when you're describing them in stories, they all are very, very similar. They're this huge, larger-than-life creature with very vivid colored feathers. Like a bird creature, though? Yeah. But a feather would need to be folded in half to even fit into a quiver. And uh-huh. there's, there's stories of them... It's a big bird. Yeah. Though so there is a story we're going to talk about a little bit later if we have time that describes the feather that this person brought back to their people from a Thunderbird and said it was the size of a canoe oar. Wow. Like, just this massive thing. So you can imagine these very brightly colored huge feathers that people have supposedly seen and witnessed. Mm -hmm. So it gives you an idea of how big these things are supposed to be. So when they fly, when they flap their wings, thunder rolls through the sky and lightning will strike the earth. Whoa. And they also have control over storms. So you can imagine this big shadow. Um, you know, I kind of kind of see it like a big cloud. Like, you know, when the storm clouds roll in, mm-hmm. you can almost imagine something heralding that in. Just mm-hmm. this massive creature blowing the storm towards you. Can you imagine that over the Great Plains? Like, mm, amazing. Just the imagery cool. is gorgeous. There's 
a lot of variation on how the creature is talked about in stories, though. In some cultures, it's a single creature called the Thunderbird. In some cultures, it's many creatures called the Thunderbirds. Mm-hmm. And the different ones have different ways of of using them in their cultural history. Most of them, I'm not going to say most of them, there's a chunk of them that see them as kind of the ruler of the overworld fighting against the great horned serpents that are in the underworld. So mm-hmm. you got to get that feeling from a predatory, like a hawk or an eagle that goes after a snake. Mm-hmm. You can see where they got that from, of something above us is protecting what's coming up from beneath. Mm-hmm. But you do see that overarching through a couple different cultures. You have that same story in Ontario and Quebec area going all the way down into the Dakotas. Mm-hmm. And I believe that same theory also goes down into the American Southwest. So it's interesting how that little kernel swept all through those different cultures, even though I don't want to say they didn't have any contact, but they're very vastly different cultures mm-hmm. that have this same... Similarity. Yeah, the same legend that goes through. Mm-hmm. So there's stories in the Great Lakes area that they actually battle underwater spirits and punish people who are morally... Uh, who break moral rules, let's say. Not necessarily morally bad people, but they don't behave in a morally good way. Gotcha. That's a... I don't want to say a flock of Thunderbirds. I guess that would count. A flock of Thunderbirds? It's multiple Thunderbirds. Is it a flock of Thunderbirds that are punishing the morally ambiguous? Well, there are just a flock of Thunderbirds. So they're they're acting under the behest of the god who created them. So they actually fly in with migratory birds and fight underwater spirits that are attacking people who are out fishing and, and doing what they need to do during spring and summer. And then in winter, when those spirits start to calm down and go to sleep, the Thunderbirds will migrate back south with the migratory birds. Mm-hmm. So there again, they're this part of nature. They're this thing that's watching over you, but is also not necessarily your best friend. Is something that kind of comes and goes with the rain, the storms, the nature. In the Wisconsin area, they're said to live on a floating mountain out in the western sky. So they Ooh. control rain and hail. They delight in fighting and heroic deeds. They can bestow powers on people. But again, they're the enemies of these great horned snakes, which are coming up trying to devour mankind. So they're the ones beating them back. Mm -hmm. So there's kind of this theme that they are fighting the forces of evil. Yeah, they're definitely... They're not necessarily like protecting humanity, but since the evil creatures want to devour humanity, they are seen as more of an ally in survival. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're definitely seen as a good guy, but they're not necessarily seen as your best friend. Yeah. You know, they're not something that you just, like, call, like hold out your arm and go, come here, friend, and they, like, fly down and defend you. Mm. There's, like, a coexistence, kind of. Yeah. So, even as either a single entity or multiple entities, they're not somebody that you can call out to and have them obey you. They're something that you just kind of hope are on your side when something goes wrong. So, the main theory that scientists have about why or where they kind of got this idea from is that they're thinking that they just saw fossils of pterosaurs so pterodactyls pteranodon these giant flying creatures that they couldn't really wrap their heads around they didn't know what these were why not make it into a giant thunderbird yeah that makes sense right i mean there was a host eagle back in new zealand that was supposedly huge like would could carry babies off really I'm not saying that there was one in North America, but there is, isn't there, I think it's in Africa. There's an eagle that hunts goats. 
Have you seen that? No. Oh man. I go back to nature. I'm sorry guys. This is just my this is my wheelhouse and this is where I get my nerdy stuff. There's a video of this goat that's climbing a mountain and this eagle just like walk like flies up to it. I was gonna say walks up to it. An eagle wouldn't walk up to it. This eagle flies up and just like grabs its shoulder and just kinda like drags it towards the cliff and then just like throws it. And it's like Rah! like goes off the cliff and then the eagle's like, Hey, lunch. Phew. Wow. So it's kind of I don't know, maybe that's horrible but that's the image i get from this thunderbird it's just this giant like mess you up eagle that's gonna take you out if you're not careful it's a giant bird it's a giant bird sends from the heavens destroying the evil serpents i did like that because you could watch birds do that Mm -hmm. you got this image of like oh this is this is what it is it's just a lot bigger than we can imagine Mm. i guess ah it's so cool okay so i have a couple different stories that i wanted to share Mm -hmm. do we have time I think we have plenty time. of time. We have plenty of time. That's excellent. So I wanted to share two stories that I found that I thought were really cool. One of them is, I don't want to say a creation story, but it's supposed to be a parallel between the fight of good and evil, mm-hmm. where the Thunderbird is the good guy. And then I wanted to share one of the Thunderbird actually smiting people who did something wrong. So we can kind of see both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Yes. Bum, 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 Okay. So these both come from, I don't want to say the tribe name because I'm so scared I'm going to say the tribe name wrong. So we're going to go with, they are tribes that are from the Olympic Peninsula in Washington. So the first one is the fight of good versus evil. And it's the Thunderbird fighting the Mimless Whale. Do you have any idea what this is? Sounds I had, like a whale. I had to look up what Mimless was. So a Mimless Whale is an orca or a killer whale. Oh, okay. So it's a Thunderbird fighting the orca versus this like mythological orca well the first orca i think is the ah, way i heard it gotcha or read it not heard it nobody told it to me I somebody, read it. Could have. somebody could have but i don't think they did anyway so there was once a great flood that covered most of the earth during that flood thunderbird fought a long and brutal battle against the first orca so thunderbird would grab the orca from the water in its giant talon so already imagine like this bird can pick up a whale So the Thunderbird would grab the orca from the water and try to fly it back to the mountain nest to eat. But every time the whale would wriggle its way free and escape back into the water. Slippery little whale. Yeah. These fights were so brutal that the noise shook the very mountains and uprooted the trees all around the battleground. Oh no. Right? Like, and again, I could imagine somebody dropping the first whale. That would uproot some trees. It's a pretty massive thump. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Finally, Thunderbird grew so tired, it let the orca just escape. He's like, listen, dude, there's no way I'm going to beat you. I'm going to go get some easier prey. Like, you look tasty, but... Get out of here. I'm done with this. Yeah. So the orca dove down into the depths of the ocean, and the legend says, that's why killer whales are still swimming today. So there you go. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thunderbird let you off easy. But it it is kind of interesting because it's supposed to be a reconciliation. Or not gonna reconciling. It's supposed to be a tale of good versus evil. Of one can't really defeat the other entirely. Mm. Yeah, there's always going to be. In that culture, is the killer whale seen as a? I don't think it's actually seen as evil. Malevolent force. I don't think so. But it's just supposed to be like you know, or Thunderbird destructive is. Force maybe. I think destructive force is a better term for it because they're kind of, yeah, they're they're not known for being particularly picky about what they eat. Yeah, orcas aren't all aren't like the nicest creatures in nature. No. They are like apex predators. Nothing really hunts them. Except, apparently, Thunderbird. Well, there you go. See? It is. See, that's why they're still around. Yeah. Because the Thunderbirds decided to not be around anymore. 
Or are they? Oh. See? They just decided not to eat orcas. There you go. There you go. There it is. They're off in their floating mountain licking their chops for the day that they can finally eat an orca. Orca's a delicacy for them. They probably go after belugas now. Oh, baby beluga in the deep blue sea. I don't know. But I, I liked that story in that there was no definitive winner, really. Like, yeah. Orca didn't defeat But you're saying it's supposed to be like a good versus evil story, but well, what's the background? Like, what makes one good and one evil? Well, Thunderbird is supposed to be an inherently good creature. Okay. You know, they're seen as the defender of humankind. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to keep you on the moral path of righteousness. Gotcha. You can see how this creature is supposed to be good. So then kind of anything that it attacks, you automatically assume is not good. Yeah. Not necessarily bad, mm-hmm. but not good. So you get that play of good versus evil, but you also have the story that Thunderbird isn't going to defeat everything on its own. Yeah. There's always going to be good and evil. There's always going to be something happening. It's like the, you know, back and forth, the, uh... The push me, pull me. Yin and yang of nature. Kind of. Yeah. Idea? Yeah. That's what I got from it. Okay. You know, one can't, can't defeat the other. There's always going to be a balance. Okay. And in this case, it was Thunderbird an orca or it's above ground and underwater it's good versus evil it's there's always going to be something happening mm-hmm. we have any like recent sightings of a thunderbird not that i've seen the last thing i saw was from the 1800s and it was just like a, oh there's a big bird mm-hmm. i didn't really get much out of it gotcha but growing up in the southwest like i heard a lot about thunder kind of like chupacabra of i heard a lot about them but i didn't really look into them very much So this is kind of like going to the hometown story, but pushing it farther. Mm -hmm. Because there's not a whole lot of stories in the Southwest that were very different than anything else. Mm. So I just went with with stories that were from where they were most prevalent. Gotcha. To kind of bring it out. What did you think of that story, Zach? Do you think orcas are alive today because Thunderbird allowed them to live? Clearly, they're alive, so. That's true. Therefore, Thunderbird allowed them to live. Thank you, Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. You're saying in the Great Lakes region, mm-hmm. they were talked about as they would come in and, like, fight against the the water creatures. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we see that happening again in that, the northwest coast mm-hmm. as well. That's true. So it makes me wonder what was lurking around in the depths back in the day. Hey. What giant little water creatures. It's all the Loch Ness monsters that, that are gone now. Kraken. That's what happened. The Thunderbirds ate... All the Loch Ness creatures. That's why Nessie went to Scotland. Mm-hmm. I like it. Remember, she migrated to she Scotland. She did migrate to Scotland. So it wasn't to get away from her hillbilly cousins. Mm-mm. It was to get away from Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. Thunderbird did... is the apex predator. Ooh. Thunderbird is Godzilla? No, Thunderbird is Rodan. Is that a thing? What? Is Rodan a thing? Rodan? Wait, is Rodan the pterodactyl thing? Creature, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, Rodan is Thunderbird is pterodactyl. Got it. Yeah, I don't know if he was inspired by Thunderbirds or not, but I, I feel like he could have been. I feel like he might have just been inspired by a pterodactyl. He might have been. Does, isn't he born out of a volcano? Yeah, in, in, the, movie? in the new movie. In the new movie. I don't know his backstory. All right. Guys, is Rodan a Thunderbird? Let us know. Like, comment, subscribe. He could be a type of Thunderbird. He could be a Thunderbird. Yeah, of that's right. South America. He could be a South American Thunderbird. That's very true. All right, are we ready to move on to our last story before we call this? Yes, one more story. One about more story. Thunderbirds. All right, so this is one about Thunderbird punishing somebody who has gone off the moral path, or multiple somebodies. Ooh. So an elk hunter came across Thunderbird and its recent kill on the Beaver Prairie. So the recent kill is a whale. Let's be clear here. 
Thunderbird picked up a whale and carried it from the ocean over... Be- if anyone doesn't know where Beaver Prairie is, it's actually just south of Vancouver Island. So it's it's on the mainland, but it's on that kind of peninsula end. So he picked it up, carried it, and went, this is too far. I can't do this. So Thunderbird drops the whale, settles down. He goes, listen, I'm just going to take a nap, pick this up in a little bit, take it back to the nest, pig out there. But I got to rest first. You got to imagine carrying a whale, like carrying two jugs of milk home is hard enough. Can you imagine carrying a whale in your toes? Yeah. It's going to be a rough life. It'll be a rough life. Yeah. So the hunter took one of Thunderbird's feathers to prove that he saw Thunderbird mm-hmm. and went back to his tribe, sporting the giant, as we said, canoe or sized feather to prove, hey, I've seen Thunderbird. I'm not making this up. All the people are very impressed. Like, ooh, ah, what is this? It's very cool. We believe you. You saw Thunderbird. Go, All right, but listen, guys, Thunderbird has a whale like over here. We don't have to go hunting for a while. We can go chop up this whale bring the meat back we could feast we don't have to worry about hunting Mm -hmm. you know what that sounds like a great idea no that's wrong it sounds like a bad idea but the tribe didn't think so they're like all right we trust this guy so they follow him back and in their greed and excitement chop up the entire whale and parcel it back and take it back home with them so leave nothing for thunderbird wow Rude, rude right morally bad choice you share you, okay, see? Or at least maybe ask if you can ask. Or ask, or take a little bit, just take enough you need to get through that night. Yeah. Nothing. They take all of his kill. Oh, no. Take it back home, they cook it up, and they eat it all themselves. So they all get home, they all have these big swollen stomachs, because they all ate all this whale. They're like, oh, this is so good. We're all content and happy. How wonderful life is. How wonderful life isn't, guys. Let me tell you. The sky starts turning black with storm clouds. So the wind starts howling, and the clouds roll in. Thunderbird has woken up and found his kill gone. And that's not cool, bro. Thunderbird flies overhead, summoning the storm with his great wings, and leaving rain in his wake as he goes over the plains. So first it just is rain, which kind of sucks, not so bad. Well, the rain becomes hail. Not good. The hail quickly grows to be the size of a man's head. Definitely not good. Ain't nothing stopping that. It pelts to the ground at a brutal pace and kills everyone on that plane. The entire tribe's dead because they stole from Thunderbird. And to make sure no one would ever do it again, Thunderbird turns all the bodies of the people and the remaining whale carcass to stone, creating a giant ridge that stretches from one edge of the prairie all the way to the other end. And the rumor is, if you look at that ridge, you can still see the ribs and the skull of the kill stolen from Thunderbird. As a reminder, to never steal. That's the that's the theory I'm going with. It's a reminder to not steal. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily not steal from Thunderbird. But guys, come on, be nice. Somebody went through all the work of getting something. Don't take it from them. So there we go. What do you think? Don't steal from Thunderbird. Don't steal from Thunderbird? Is that what we're going with here? Yeah, unless you want to be pelted with boulders from the sky made of ice and die a gruesome death and be turned to stone for all eternity. Yeah, it's essentially a... Not even a proper burial. An ice bowling ball. Cannonball. Death. Yeah, just death from above. It's not good, guys. No. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So there we go. We got two, I think, pretty good depictions of Thunderbird with that. Mm. We have a depiction of him kind of fighting the good fight but knowing when to quit. And we have a story of him teaching us a valuable lesson 
you have anything you want to add? Anything you want to share with the class? Any opinions? Any thoughts? Any theories? Is Thunderbird still out there? Clearly. Yeah? You think so? Yeah. He's just invisible. Oh, okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. The brightly colored feathers got a little too much. I think he just can turn invisible. Oh, all right. And only shows himself when he wants to. I like that. You know, there's a couple legends about stuff like that, right? I don't. Yeah. So there's a couple different Thunderbird legends, one of which is Thunderbird can become a person by removing their feathers, which is put on and off like a cloak. It's kind of a cool thing. Mm-hmm. But you can always tell a Thunderbird is a Thunderbird because they talk backwards. Oh. Like they're trying to be human, but they don't quite get it. Which, if a bird were trying to be human, I wouldn't... Unless it's a parrot, I wouldn't really expect them to have a full grasp of human verbiage. It's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. you imagine somebody walking up to you and just talks backwards? You're like, hey, now. What? You have a funky feather cloak around you? He's like, I must be away. Just like flies off into the night. Like, oh, cool. Thunderbird. What up? Sure, that's how it would go. Yeah. There was... Not mortal foolish. Away turn now. Away turn now. I like that. I think there's another legend that we should talk about. So there was a legend that if a man was having a fast and saw Thunderbird, he was destined to be a war chief. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a good omen, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if you like war. If you like war, yeah. Because they like heroic deeds. They were there destined for greatness. He would reveal himself to you. Yeah. So there we go, guys. We got a lot of... A lot of information. We kind of skimmed over a lot of it. But if you guys want to hear more stories about Thunderbird, let us know. If you have other other creatures you want to know about, again, hook it up. Let us know. We'd love to look into some guys for you. Or you want to send us some information and maybe we could do a guest spot. We'd love that. Yeah. Let us know what you, if, you, if you're up for chatting on the oobs. <laughs> chatting on the oobs? I don't know. You want to drop us a line and join us. Anyway, guys, I think we are going to cut it there. We'll see you next week. Later, nerds. Later, nerds. Monster to Monster is written by Caitlin and David Davidson, produced by the D-Law Network. Songs and background music are by Digital Lizards of Doom. All creatures are copyright to their respective owners. If there are any monsters you want to hear us talk about, or you just want to keep up with our goofiness, please follow us on Twitter at M2MThePodcast. If you like what you hear, please follow us on Spotify or wherever you find your daily dose of podcasty goodness. It's a huge bird. Yeah, it's a big bird. Yeah, it's a big bird. Not to be confused with big bird. God, can you imagine if big bird was actually that big? Big bird's pretty big. I know, but can it's you... not that big. But... Can you imagine if you could pick up... Well, big bird's ancestors could have been Thunderbird. There you go. There it is. We've tied it together. Sesame Street, big bird. Mm-hmm. It's just a little baby Thunderbird. Yep. That's why he's so brightly colored. <gasps> there it is! Did you not see that there earlier? Because I've been holding that one out. Have you? Yeah. Oh. Sorry. It's been a long day. <laughs>